Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com Am I the asshole for getting high so my relatives don't try and pawn me off with their children? Um, I live in British Columbia and my family often hosts at our home because we live on a lake. However, I seem to always get roped into watching the kids, which means I don't get to enjoy my life when we have guests. My husband will drink beer with his brother and dad and my mother-in-law and sister-in-law will go to winery visits and I end up in the house responsible for my nieces and nephews. So last weekend, I made sure I was high as F when they showed up. My husband and his brother had to watch the kids because I was in no condition to. Their mother's pissed at me because she trusts me to take be- to make better choices. I told her that my free time is valu- valuable and I wasn't free childcare. My husband had already had a few, so his brother had to stay and watch the kids. Poor baby. My husband thinks I should have tried talking to them again for the 50th time instead of getting effed up. I think that they, kn- they should know better now than to ask me to watch their kids. Am I the asshole? Uh, uh, why do people always need to go to the extreme to prove a point now? Come on. Why you gonna get effed up like that, child? Why you gonna get high as a cloud? Like, <laughs> you ain't gotta go that far now. Nah, she was puffing. Fam, you know you're puffing with a, <laughs> puff, a mission. Puff, puff, daddy. Literally, literally. <laughs> puff, puff, daddy. Literally. What no, the heck? That is so crazy. Yeah, I'd, yeah I'd, you got the house. Awesome. Yeah, I think that's a bit too much. What do you think? What do you think? <sighs> You think it's fine? Anyway, no, I don't think it's fine. I don't think it's fine. I don't think your like children should even see you in that kind of. That's state. what I'm trying to say. Like, I think it's irresponsible. But if you say like you're super, been like, you could saying, just, there's other ways you can make it. Like maybe being super tired that you're like literally lethargic, like as in like pretending, not mm. actually being in the state. Do you know what I mean? Like one mm. can pretend mm. and actually just like when you when you're by yourself, actually be okay because you know when you're high as well. Like obviously you actually have to go through the emotions. It's like I'd if I was her, like for example, even just like being drunk. I'd much rather pretend because I just want to have my time to myself. It's I'm true. Much rather pretend now you to actually drunk. have so to. So then when they leave me alone and I lock the door, I'm actually okay. But now you <laughs> actually have to go through nice no, all the motion. You're not even going to enjoy yourself. You're not going to enjoy your unless you consider that as enjoyable. You're not going to really enjoy your time that you want to yourself yeah, like now you're that. Just gonna be sitting you're just there. Be sitting there, but no one's going like, to enjoy it with you. Do you know what I mean? What happened to just voicing your opinion opinions, fam? Ah. Forget the high. Yeah. Just say I don't want to look after these damn kids. Yeah, man, they ain't my kids, y'all. Like, what the like, hell? I'm judging from that story that she don't have any kids. Oh, I don't know. I yeah, don't I don't so. know. Yeah. Oh, sorry, yeah. I gotta live my life. Because she no, said literally. my nieces and nephews. She yeah. So please, I don't have any and kids. It's actually not fair. Like, honestly, like I know, like it's just the norm. 
why is it that like kids always just have to end up with like the woman? Like, why yeah. is it that like we have to just always like when a baby now comes, yeah, like, they always women, go and put a baby on, women on your are lap. Nurturing. Women are motherly. Mm. Women are this. Mm. Women are that. Mm. Women are whole. Women are <laughs> nah, honestly, it's very, very really, annoying. I can't lie to you. It's jarring. For yeah, sure. and her husband's just there. You said husband's and just there. And it's like the other, like yeah. the other women have actually just come and dumped the kids, and they've gone and done their own thing. That's what I'm you trying to say. Like, they like, just they just dumped their own kids. Yeah, because they were like, you don't have kids, so you can look after the kids whilst we go to a winery. Like, ah, what if I wanted to drink wine as well? Literally, literally. Nah, it's rude, man. I hear why she felt like she needed to do it, but she didn't actually need to do it. She could actually just pretend. Yeah, she should have just pretended. <laughs> she could actually just pretend. Maybe she... Oh, it's something happened where, like, actually, like, an emergency happened and she actually needs to be, like, all right. Alert. You know your family are going to be coming around with loads of kids around. I just think mm. in those... Just be just be wise. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Um, but I understand why sometimes. I can't lie to you. Let's be real. Some family members, you need to go to the extreme more. Ah, auntie, I can't help you. My leg. <laughs> Sorry, I was holding my breath. I don't even know why. <laughs> my leg. <laughs> you know what you mean? My, my leg. leg. <laughs> but, oh um, my god. Yeah, sometimes I can't lie. With some people, you need to act you need over to be the top extreme. so that they can really understand that ah, this thing is really inconveniencing yeah. you. Yeah. But yeah, she could have pretended still. Yeah. <laughs> no. I think I think the um. You know those families that always overstep their boundaries. Absolutely. I think that's what, that's that's what, what I get annoyed with. Like people just Assume. I know we spoke about it in the last one, but entitlement is just Yeah. It's just like it's just a crazy thing. Like I actually hate entitlement. Same. Like, why do you feel like you 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 you're entitled yeah. to that? Yeah. Like, who are you? Literally, like no one should be entitled to look after your kids if they're not. Like they're not their kids. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, at all. Like, and it's also, like, I don't know if you guys remember. Oh my god, that dilemma. I don't know if we discussed it on the podcast or whether it was just one that came up on the on the TL. Um, but it was about the fact of a woman who felt like her mum should be looking after her own kids. Who should be looking? Yeah, after Yeah, like she gave birth and her mum should be looking after like her. Her mum should want to spend time with her grandkids when her mum wanted to just go out and like enjoy herself in her old age. But she was like, oh no, I've just given birth. Like I wanted my mum to be around and help out a lot. I didn't really discuss it. Oh, okay. So, okay it. so basically in this scenario, there was a woman and she'd just given birth. And obviously like when you're giving birth, you obviously your mum would, if your mum's around, she would kind of help you, support you and all that sort of thing. So the mum had been around, helped, helped her settle and yeah. all that sort of jazz. Yeah. But she had explained that all her children had basically now had just left the house. So as one of her ch- children were having kids, her last born had left just the left. house. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's kind of like so she has It was that like time. the finally, like yeah. she was able to enjoy time with her husband and like just go out, enjoy and all that mm. sort of thing. So obviously, yeah. So obviously, like I said, she was still there for her daughter at the beginning stages, but they had plans. They wanted to travel. They wanted to do certain things. But basically, the daughter was like, I need my mom to move in because I'm working. My husband's working. We're like, everyone's busy trying to like basically get money. So I need my mom to come and basically look after my baby. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to pay for childcare if my mom's around. So that's what she said. And she basically said like, my mom, like, my mom should want to be around her grandkids and to help raise her grandkids. And I'm like, Sorry. that's the sense of entitlement. That's insane. Like, yes, we have that sort of thing where we feel like, okay, cool. Like we know deep down that our parents and our, especially our mums will be there in a nurturing way to support us. Mm-hmm. But to say that it's expected and you expect her to drop her whole life, her whole plans at that old age. Like we all have... After she's raised how many kids? All those her kids last and her last kids just, just left. left. And oh, have some compassion. That's what I'm trying to say. People like to... 
Elder, there was two sides to it. Some people were just like, oh, like the mom should like understand that she can't afford childcare. So like she should just be there and <sighs> stuff. But ah, <sighs> uh, the mom had plans <sighs> or, and I don't know whether, I can't remember if in this, in this in particular case, the reason why the last child took a while, I, I could be adding this, but I, I think maybe one of the children had like a disability or something where it took a lot longer for that last child. And the mom had to put a lot of effort into that last child being okay yeah, to yeah, leave the yeah, house. Yeah, yeah. So it's just like, ah, in those situations, I feel like it's wrong for her to be such, so, so demanding on her mom. Mm. But some people were like, I can't lie to you, like as a but mom. But move in. So she yeah. should leave her husband. And to babysit her Girl, children every day. Babysit bye. her husband every day, but whilst they both go out to work. My yeah. thing, okay, I understand that like people want kids and things like that, but yeah. it just seems like not that if you can't afford kids, don't have them, but you can't rely on like obviously there's some mums that will like do like will do that in a heartbeat, but there's some where it's like okay, like yeah, I can look after your kids, but not twenty four seven. Like, yeah, I'm not, I'm not like, moving in. Yeah, like, literally. Like I just feel like if you if you're if you're having kids and like you're having to rely on people all the time. Yeah. Like, obviously, there are some times where you have kids and maybe you have hardship and, like, you will you will start relying on people because of yeah. the... You, you you fall into a certain situation. Mm. But if you're starting out already... Yeah, on that, on that. Oh, oh, yeah. Like, you need... I'm like, um, I don't think... Maybe yeah. you should rethink this kid. Well, you can't yeah. rethink it. You can't return it. Yeah, so, of course not. I don't yeah. know. But. Yeah, it's very, very tricky. Um, yeah. Yeah, that's not... That... that when you said about entitlement with like family and stuff, I just thought about that because that was absolutely mad. And that for me is like insane. Um, but yeah, no, very. Uh, That's crazy. Yeah, for real. Yeah. It is well, Sha. Um, anywho, uh, welcome back, guys, to another episode of the BTS podcast. You are joined by your lovely hosts, Beatrice, Tammy, and Sharon. And welcome back. Good to welcome have you back, back, man. Another Monday. Yes. Another Monday. I'm crying. <laughs> boy, oh boy. Um, should we add have you guys got any songs again to yeah. add to the playlist? I can add So for guys that don't know if this is your first time, because I can't lie, we've been getting a lot of new listeners. So some yeah, of you might not true. be like used to the format. Um, but basically we have a uh BTS um, song of the week Where every week We just add like Songs to a playlist And you can Tune into those playlists On Spotify And Apple Music um, So yeah Now we're just gonna add A couple songs um, That we've been listening to Or that we wanna just add So I don't know if you just wanna I'm not adding anything Add anything So what do you wanna add? Um, I'm gonna add Unruly by NSG Okay I don't even know How old the song is That is actually an old song Is it old? I think it is Oh I'm wrong yeah, wasn't that the one that I played that you said that you've never heard? Oh, it was before? that the one? Yeah, okay, no, that was okay, it. So no, it's not. Um, yeah, so I don't know. I just came across it whilst we were in Malta. Like after a while, you get bored of listening to the same songs and stuff. And yeah, I'm a piano, piano. So yeah, that's a good song. I like it. Nice. Are you adding anything? Um, yeah, let me add a song. Um, I'm going to add. Oh yeah, so when I was um. When I was preparing for Malta, which we discussed a few episodes back, um, I went to go and do my lashes. Let's not talk about that. But it was fine. But you know, them ones where you have to start paying all these late fees. And basically, yeah, I don't know. Sorry. <laughs> let me, let's talk about it. You know how all these like policies and that, like yeah. it's still getting out of hand. But basically, yeah. a lot of these like hairstylists, uh, like eyelash tech, eyelash tech, everything. No, they, these ones that do, do, that do it from home. Yeah, anything. Yeah. That 
when it was during COVID, obviously there were certain rules such as like face masks and all that sort of thing. Me, I can't remember the last time I've ever heard of anyone mentioning face masks. So I didn't <laughs> think that face mask was a thing. Not she didn't make you buy one. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> oh, absolutely. And bear in mind, in my car, if you know me, like I always have like a massive pack of face masks. My car was literally outside her door. But I think I was about five minutes late for my appointment. Um, and I, I booked her really early morning. I think it was seven o'clock appointment. Um, so yeah, I was five minutes late. So I remember I had to go and get cash or something like that. Um, and yeah, I arrived at her door and I would basically, and then she was like, oh, have you got a face mask? The first thing she asked me, have you got a face mask? And I was like, oh, um, no, but I can literally just go to my car now. She's like, if you go to your car now, that's going to go into the next level of late fee. I said, ah, yeah. Ah. I said, yeah, nah, it's 7am. I ain't got time to be arguing with anybody. And she was like, so if you're going to buy a face mask, I'm going to have to charge you three pounds. <laughs> Perfect. For one. For one. Right, I don't even know what was in that face mask as well, but that thing was suffocating me. <laughs> that face what? mask was suffocating me during that. The appointment. way I would have used the scarf on my head. Though. What? Are you joking? There was nothing on my head, boy. You know oh, what I mean? My really? appointments. I didn't even have a wig on or anything. Yeah, I just had my my uh, turban. I actually can't believe that. Like three okay, pounds. Okay, okay, okay. My thing is not even the face mask. My thing is that you were only five minutes late. Yeah. Yeah, I remember. My car's but there. to be fair, I think for me, one I booked her quite last minute, and her first appointment was at nine. So she actually like she didn't want to rest, mess up the rest of her that, day. No, no, I no, get that's, it. That's fine, but I feel like there should be at least fifteen to twenty minutes leeway in terms of how ha- they plan their their yeah, own like, schedule. Like, you, like there should be about fifteen to twenty minutes. Between each of your clients. I'm trying to get that bag, honey. But also, I the mind how it just doesn't make... late fees. Like, so why aren't you paying me when you're late? Hmm. Or deducting cost of uh, money off the thing? Yeah, but obviously, like, you know, it's in their house. And so there's not really time when they are late, per se. No, nah, nah, because I'm be waiting 40 minutes for her lashes sometimes. And I'm what, in like, the person's... No, not with that babe. I don't know if it's the same person. Oh, I can't be with that babe. She's good stuff. Um, but yeah, there's times where I'd tell her we'll be waiting for time. Damn. And it's just like you end up nah, the same me, price, but it's yeah. like if you're five minutes late. Yeah, yeah for me, like anything thing. after fifteen minutes, yeah, you can charge. Yeah. Or anything after fame, like, that's fine. Yeah, but five, but minutes, five minutes and it was five seven a.m. Like, come on, everyone knows that's a bit of a struggle. Like, yeah, you're like, 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 your, like, like, your bed downstairs. I'm not like to and, travel. Seven a.m. And it's not like you were like you literally were just like I just need to I run to my car and get the face mask. She said, "If we go, it'll be another level." I said, "I ain't got time for another level." Another level. I ain't Shout. got time. For, the time and bearing mind, the other level would be more than the three pound I would have paid for the face mask. So I said, "Yeah, it's better for me to just pay the face mask and just face mask." Literally, yeah. yeah. But anyway, yeah. I get it. You know, lashes your proper in their faces, so whatever. Yeah, I cool. hear it. I hear it, but yeah, but it just wasn't clear. You know, for it's me. not even just about COVID. It's just like people are just generally. Yeah, sick. of course, of course. Which Makes is sense, which is fine, but it's like. At least when, I'm just when, go and get it for my when, car, when, man. That's yeah, the man. When, when did when did we become robots <laughs> that we can't even have compassion? Yeah, literally, let me go and get it from outside. Love, love thy neighbor as you should love yourself. If I didn't have that tool, then fair enough. I'm not gonna get it from. Anywhere. I literally had yeah, that's what bags I'm saying, like, outside. Like, there's nothing less than fifteen. That it's like one of them boxes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's not. That's what I'm saying like, I just don't understand like. Shout out to the girls that are nice. Yeah, there's the hairstylist yeah. that are yeah, nice. Yeah, like, that's true. Like, don't Sarah. tweak. Hmm? Serum. Oh, Serum. Styled by a C. <laughs> Even um, PA Styles, I did my yeah, cram. Shout, yeah. shout, shout out you, guys. You yeah. guys are nice, fam. You guys are nice. What do you mean five minutes late? Like, yeah. come on. Like, Bruh. I've, I've literally seen in someone's policy, five minutes late, something, something charged. I'm like, 
five minutes. Yeah, five minutes. And like, also, where she live anyway? Where she, you know, for me, I've, I'm pretty parking. good. At, I'm pretty good at um. No, parking is fine, but it's one of them like new build areas where it's like oh, you have to walk quite a bit, like to find where she lives. Like it's not straightforward. It's like in the is corner. It in Essex? No, it's in Dartford. Right. Yeah, it's in Dartford. It's a very, very nice area, but it's very nah, like. Come yeah. on, five minutes. No, yeah, I can't. One, one, when I saw that one time and one nail tech thing, I said, yeah, nah. nah. I said, nah, nah, yeah. nah. I could never book for you. Like, five, even though I'm, I'm, I'm quite good with time. Yeah. Sorry. Out of principle, I cannot book you because yeah. if something had happened on the road, I yeah. don't know. Maybe you never literally, know. You never know. Five Especially minutes. Come on. Literally, literally. Five minutes. It's crazy. And you know when people live in areas where it's like prone to traffic? I'm exactly. sorry. You yeah, need to exactly. review yeah. your policy. Well, yeah. You need exactly. to review your policy. Exactly. Right. Come on, five, mi- five minutes. I don't know if you guys understand. Yeah, me. no, it's five no, minutes. We, like, we'll you weren't even allowed two songs to play. Yeah, I was literally five minutes late. I was five minutes nah, late. Which is actually pretty good for me. But I was five minutes late. Yeah. Five minutes. Come on. Crazy. Um, but anyway, so anyway, when I was there in my appointment, obviously she's playing music and stuff. And she, you know me, if you Please, know Please, I want to turn that, turn that, turn that thing off. <laughs> what do you mean turn it off? God, I'll pay the money. So I've already paid three pounds. No, you better entertain me, boy. You better entertain me. What nah, do you mean? man, you've already pissed me off. And yeah, you know with lashes, you can't even look at anything. So you have to. Nah, it's, yeah, it's, it's just, always, it's just, just sounds. Oh, that's true. I don't, <laughs> I don't, I don't do lashes. So. Exactly, it's just sounds. I've so never. You can't even look. Damn. I'm so dumb. But um, so anyway, yeah, when she was um, she had a really good place. I can't even cap. Uh, you know me, I love R&B. So she played, but it's not well. It's not really R&B, but she had like a really good like mix and stuff and all that sort of jazz. <laughs> Just her anyway, so she yeah, um, played Drake. <laughs> Can this not be go for on. real? She okay. played Drake featuring um, featuring the Dream, and it shut it down. You should uh, shut it down, down, down. You'll be the baddest of the world. Huh? No, it's very new. First uh, album fam. from the first album. When she played that, first I'm, album, right? Like, first came, album, right? Yeah. yeah. Come when on. when when she played that, yeah, the nostalgia that filled my body, I was like, I'm ready to get I out remember. of the train. Wasn't that album <laughs> called Firework? What no, was it? What was it? No, thank, no, 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 me, no. Thank, thank me, me later. thank me later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. There's, there's a song on there called Firework. Okay, man, um, that is a song. Ooh. It's, even, it's a long even, song as well. Even um, Andre, yeah, yeah, he put on on Instagram story the other day. Drake has not been good yeah, for the last five been, years. I yeah, said facts. Facts, facts. facts. I said facts. I literally was playing this song. I was literally playing this exact song when Damn. I was um, waiting for Sharon. Like, now. Old Drake. Yeah. I think it's not even old Drake. Like Drake from like that, that to Era. like. So like, probably like, oh. like nothing was the same or something. Or even. Um, even after that. Even. um Oh, let me see. Um, um If you're reading this, it's too late. Yes. That's, that's, probably, that album. that's probably the last. No, that's a good Did one. Did you go wireless that year? No, that's, that's a good one. No, no, that's a good one. If you went wireless that year, you would have fallen in love with that with that album. <laughs> nah, it was sick, what? man. It's nah, sick. that wireless. Oh my god, if I talk about that wireless, me and Bernard. Hey, yeah, you guys went. Oh yeah, ha- I remember. I ended up injured in that wireless. I'll never forget. Like Fam, that was. I could have been good. injured the way that I somersaulted into VIP, yeah, almost getting kicked out by one Asian lady. <laughs> I said, "Oh my god, I'm out." Like this was just before Drake was like the yeah. headline. Was, she was about to kick me out. Then my black brother, he said, don't worry, stay in VIP. I said, black lives matter. <laughs> what kind of forever? I had a dream. I had a dream. <laughs> you guys are sick. What kind of forever? Thank you, that that young black man. I am sure you are prospering right now in Amen. life. Oh, you don't even know him. He was a security guard. Yeah. Oh, 
bless him. Yeah. He's just like, don't worry, baby girl. Just I Oh, said, it's not, it's not his first album. So far gone. So far gone is first, and thank me late, it was 2010. Damn. I thought so far, I thought so so far gone was a mixtape. Oh, well, it's listed here as an album, but I don't really, I don't really know. No. Sure. Yeah, it's not it's an hour. I think, but I 13. think I think Think May was his debut album. But uh, let, let me yeah, know what you're saying before yeah, the music heads yeah, come. Like, I'm not like that. Ah, I'm not like that, boy. Ah, but anyway, that was a song that she played, and I just I loved that song back then. I just ah, yeah, it made me so happy. Song. So yeah, I'm gonna add that to um to the playlist. Um yeah, you say not add anything, right? So yeah, we'll add those two songs to the playlist. Like we said, you can find that on Apple Music and also on Spotify. Cool. So this week I thought we would discuss. Kind of like just work, but then also being like a black person in the corporate world at the moment at my workplace. It's about it's like they're doing the um what's it end of year reviews and stuff. So it kind of got me thinking about how our culture has impacted the way that we move at work. And Is it I, our culture, as in Nigerian, Nigerian culture? Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, because I remember when I first started working, the feedback I would get from a lot of my managers was like. Oh, you need to speak up more. You need to challenge more. Mm. You need to. I said, ah, yeah, I'm just a small My girl. girl. Mm. <laughs> like I always found that really difficult, and I just kind of thought about, you know, what were you guys' experience when you started working? Like, did you have the same sort of thing? No, I think it's funny that you mentioned that. Like, you, one of your managers does that. Oh, you need to speak up more. But I think like when you are Nigerian and you're a woman, you get told that. Can't talk too much, or yeah. you need to. You need to dim. Like, no, we need to dim yourself, but like, let the people that know speak. Yes, like the people that are superior have more to you have more experience. Let yeah. them speak. You're meant to listen. You're meant to learn. Like, yeah. Or you're and too. You're too forward. You're too. You need to. You know. You need to calm down. You need to mm. do like. You never. You could never really like say what you want to say. Like you always get told that. You have to listen when people are talking, blah, 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 mm. blah, blah. And the assumption is always that your elders know more than you. Exactly. Yeah. So you kind of, you, you, you're kind of, kind of trained to kind of stick to yourself, not really voice out anything, kind of just like, you know, stick to yourself, basically. Mm. So I think I struggled with that as well. Um, uh, when I was working, it was kind of like, like, like what you said, like you need to speak up or if you, if, if one thing that I struggle with like till this day mm. is asking for help. Mm. Like I will, I will, I will try and find the answer one way or another. Whether mm. I'm googling, whether I'm you know finding it by myself. Mm. When and then my one of my managers was like, if you didn't know the answer, why didn't you just ask? Mm. I'm just like, why didn't I just ask? Mm. Like that's something that I've literally had do you know to try. What that is? Even that one, I think that's even slightly also to do with our culture, but it may just maybe similar across cultures. But I think for us, it's like. When you ask silly questions to an adult, oh, oh you hit my the nail on God. the head. You know how you British people say this? No the silly head. question. In Nigeria, Nigeria, Shut up your mouth. Shut up, up and tell me how you, you don't even. How can you not know this? How can you not know this? How can you not know this? Yes. Like, bear in mind, they, bear in mind, they won't even tell you what the answer is. How can you not know this? That's it. Or end of conversation. That's it. Or there's the or there's the asking silly questions or getting something. Wrong. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Like you oh. It's like a what really is bad. What is this? Yeah. 16. How can it be 16? Yeah. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. How can it be 16? We've gone over this three times. times. Yes. How yes. can it be 16? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Can you? Yeah, literally. Li- yeah. <laughs> Better I read your book. Yeah, literally. And it's kind of like, 
okay, I don't you're, know. You're scared to make you're mistakes. Scared to make we're, mistakes. Not, we're not taught to learn from mistakes and learn, like yeah. actually yeah. like realize, oh, okay, so stepping stone. We need to unlearn. Like, nah, honestly, it's so, there's so much, much to unlearn. To unlearn. Yeah. Oh my God, like literally. When you said that, it kind of like, it ignited yeah. something in me. Like, yeah. I have PTSD. Like, yeah. And the thing is, it's not like, like sometimes the way we talk, we didn't even know we had like a, such a bad child. We no, we had a bad child. Just like no. some of the ways that we've been taught, like how to be, like not that it's wrong, but it's just it's not it's not right. I yeah, don't to no, it. it's like, not even that it's not right, but they don't realize that some of the things they're talking about then they were instilling us then then. they were instilling us that actually spills over and I think they just think that it's just oh when you're young like you'll just do that and then you won't won't be affected by things that you've been taught or things or words that have been said back then so I think that's why they didn't really understand the implications of some of the things that they were doing in that respect but no for sure like I definitely feel like yeah we were we were taught that Asking questions that don't make sense, mm. that mm. may be deemed as silly. Um, there's just no point in asking it. Like you just keep it to yourself and keep quiet and mm. yeah, keep think quiet. about the correct way to, to to say it and only speak when you know that it's gonna be something good. Yeah. And to and be honest, like I can't blame them because at the end of the day, you know how we always talk about when your parents come to this country, like they were mimicked some for even the way they spoke. They were mimicked sometimes for even the like how they would put sentences together and certain environments. So for them, because it's also like they're trying to blend in, I don't know how to explain it, but like they are, they're so, they're, they're trying to like, I don't know, uh, deal with so many different layers of it mm-hmm. that actually in their respect, that from their perspective, sometimes the embarrassment that they might have felt saying certain things and people actually like, Showing negative, mm-hmm. you know, uh, mm-hmm. kind of actions towards them also made them a bit more quiet and, you know, they mm-hmm. might not feel as confident themselves. So, therefore, I think they want to also safeguard us and be like, don't really like, don't just be saying stuff because actually, like, they'll be taking note, which I can't lie to you is true. And this is something that I feel like we need to be real about. You know, I'm not trying to call out, this is not just my workplace, this is not particularly pertaining to my own examples but I've seen it and this is just a clear example unfortunately if you are of a color like and I'm sure everyone can relate when you are of a certain color in the corporate world one you're a minority so I say that you know you stick out like a sore thumb but at the same time they group you all in the same group so even if there's three of you you're all the same name in their eyes really and truly unless they really know you in particular they get you mixed up but it's also Actually, certain things that other people can get away with and say, mm. for you, it would be used as a negative thing in your Absolutely. feedback. And that's 100%. just, that's unfortunately the, the sad reality of it. So as much as we can talk about the fact that, oh, like, we, you know, we should be free and stuff. But mm. unfortunately, also the negative actually does exist and it does mm-hmm. happen in those mm-hmm. places. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's very, very hard to strike the balance. And I just feel like, and I know there's obviously networks out there that exist to support black people, like in the working space, even in like, Individual organizations, but mm-hmm. also like across industry, yeah. across sector. But it definitely needs to be like spoken about a lot more. And, you know, I don't, again, I don't want to be like the spokesperson or the change person, but like it, it does need to go up to those higher people because I just don't feel like they really understand. Like, I think that that's bias. the difficulty. Like, just like going back to what I started with, like, 
it's so hard to unlearn that stuff. Like if yeah. you've been told like you're basically your whole childhood, bearing in mind by the time you start you um, by the time you start working, that's your first year out of education. You've been in yeah. education for 18 years, right? Yeah. And the whole time you've been told, first of all, first of all, the way education is set up is you listen to your teacher and you regurgitate what they tell you. You yeah. can't start battling with your teacher yeah. about whether this molecule is like that. How will you know? They yeah, have you a don't PhD. Know anything, you're man. like just about to get like your first year degree or whatever. Do you mm-hmm. know what I mean? So you've like been conditioned for a really long time to like listen to people who know more than you and yeah. just learn it exactly how yeah. they yeah. say it. But then also at home in our culture, I can only really speak as a Nigerian. Um, Again, it's like, don't speak when your your elders are speaking. What they say is always right. Or like, you know, when, you know, like there'll be, there's always that one auntie or that one uncle, like they'll like tell your parents what you did, but you didn't really do it like that. Do you know what I mean? Like they'll yeah. be like, oh yeah, she was talking and she was, I'm sorry, but I actually wasn't. Ah, so am I lying? Mm. Like, do you know what I mean? That mm. whole, like you can't challenge people. Yeah. And so then you now get to 21 or 22 and you've just left uni. Bearing in mind, you've just been like living your whole life that yeah. way. Mm. Yeah. And all of a sudden it's like, you need to speak up more, you should challenge more, you know, like, does and I'm like, yeah. I don't even know how to do that. Mm, do you yeah. get what I mean? Like, yeah. it's just so, but then it's like, when it comes to reviews and stuff, it's like, she doesn't really speak, doesn't really bring forth ideas, doesn't yeah. really, yeah. Da, 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 da. Yeah. Yeah. and you're like, oh, my days, like, or I think we've spoken about this one time where we knew, like, somebody said something and we thought, mm, maybe we could do it this way, but we never said anything. And then mm. somebody else says said that. Yeah. And they're like, oh, fantastic idea. And you're like, damn it. I, mean, like, I, just said I it. actually, yeah. do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then you're yeah. kind of like, you don't want to be the one to be like, oh no, actually I don't agree. Because then they're going to be like, what do you know? Like, yeah. you're a grad. Do you know what yeah, I mean? it's, it's just funny how in our culture, like our parents are like pushing us to go for all these things, be all these great things, putting us through private education, putting us through all this stuff, 11 plus, do this, do this, that. Mm. And then when you actually get to a place where, okay, now is the time to show us what we've been doing, Mm. what our money has been. Mm. We need to see it. Mm. And then because of our culture, that's the same thing that's stopping us from getting... Like, do you understand? Yeah, like our culture is the reason we even got there in the first place. Hard working. Hard working, all this stuff. But we get there now, so you can't speak. (laughs) You can't even speak. You can't even say, my name is... Without yeah. you know, so it's kind of it's just it's just weird. Like like now that you, like you guys have said it, like I've just, honestly I've just been sitting here like damn. Like yeah. I think the hardest so part true. is just watching like your white counterparts just do it so naturally. Yeah. Like yeah. I remember there was when I was my first job at Atkins, um, like I was like a second year grad, like about to exit, and like there was some uh, not interns like apprentices who had just mm. started. There was one babe. Eh? This girl had not gone to uni by the way. She's mm-hmm. an apprentice. She's eighteen. Mm. She was challenging everything, and people really loved her because they were like, "Oh, like she's so mm. like you know." Mm. She and even up, if it's not even like the right thing, like yeah. people just want to hear your thoughts. People yeah. just want to hear, and like even like recently, so I just started a new job, and we're having like end of year appraisals. But obviously, it's not my end of year because I've been there for like not even two months yet. Mm. Um, but then one thing that my manager was saying to me was like, "Oh, you know, obviously you came from this company before, and like they're quite a prestigious company in the in the in the." Industry. industry in the industry and she was just like it would be really great if you could like bring forth some of your ideas and i was like oh like people actually care about what i have to say mm. and then i don't know i just find it i just always find it really challenging because then sometimes you'll try and do it but it's just not it's like literally not yeah no, i think this natural. whole thing also stems about grading like because in yeah. the workplace you're obviously like put into like categories like an analyst or you're put in like junior level like and then you've got like a manager that's managing you and you've got yeah. all these sort of things yeah. so we're already lim- like we're 
our mind is trained just mm. like how we are in the household where like there's certain hierarchies like once you get to a certain age like you then can start yeah. talking a bit more yeah. and when you get to a certain age now yeah. there's certain things you can start talking yeah, about you a bit start more. getting so you start, yeah, you start, yeah exactly so there's certain things you can start to unlock <laughs> as you get older right yeah. and we feel like we have to wait until we become a manager we feel like we have to wait until we've actually proved because I feel like when we're even like as in our family, in our cultures as well, that like you have to prove yourself to be able to earn certain privileges. For example, mm-hmm. like if you behave well in school, if you do well in school, your 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 parents will most likely like you know I mean let you be a bit more free. Be like okay, yeah. cool, like you yeah. know you, you focus yeah. on your education now. Go and enjoy yourself here. If you're someone that's always failing, always causing problems, ah, yes, we're gonna build our neck even more. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So for us, we always feel like we have to prove ourselves first in Before order to then can... be free in the moment and do what we need to do, right? Yeah. But obviously in the workplace, that's not how it is. You don't need to wait until you have proven that you actually have the skills. Set. Sometimes yeah. you just need to go in and just freestyle. Just do it, yeah. yeah. And that is something that even like we just said now, like we've been working for how many years now, mm. and it's still something that you have to subconsciously tell yourself. And I think for me, one of the biggest things that's helped me, like probably I'm gonna I'm gonna even like make be real and say probably just in just even in the last like six months mm. or so, is literally just like stop overcomplicating shit. Like literally, we always feel like our things. Processes have to be so complex Like I'm never going to be able to understand it But literally like dumb it down And also like you don't have to speak In the exact same way that other people speak Mm Because I think as well That's another thing for me in particular Is that when you have certain people Like they uh, Work is not my life Like I'm sorry There are people out there that work is all they know they be reading reports day in, day out. In the morning, they wake up and read report. In the evening, they wake up report. In the, e- in the weekend, they'll not come back and tell us what they read in the weekend that was good for the report. <laughs> if that's you, that's great. Fantastic. Me, I've got stuff like the podcast. I've got link up brunch with my friends. I've got things that keep me going outside of that. So I understand that. Not trying to say this is just a job for me. Like, I obviously enjoy my work. Like, I in certain sectors, I will know more I'm interested in, etc. Mm. But there's like... I don't need to speak in the most technical way to prove that I understand the mm. process. Like I can mm. dumb it down for you, play it back for you, and un- like, and you will know that I get it. You, get, I get it. You get it. You'll get it. Literally. Let's move on. So there's no point in you trying to like complicate. Oh yeah, the project. I think that's one thing I found like extremely difficult. Like especially at my old workplace, it's yeah. like the whole like. For me, I'm not like an ass licker or anything like that. Yeah. I just, I can't, I genuinely, it makes me feel sick. It gives me the ick. Yeah. Like, I can't do mm. that. Like, I genuinely just have to be myself. And unfortunately, like in the corporate world, especially I would say in finance, you do have, yeah, you to, have do to do a bit of that. Like, yeah. like, for example, I don't really like work drinks because more time my people are not there. Do you know what I mean? Mm. So it's like, you have to, the the persona that you've been putting on the whole day, you now have to take it outside of the office and do it at the pub as well. Yeah. Like, it's a lot, do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, especially if you've been working long days, long, like long hours, like long week and stuff to have to do that, it's long. Yeah. But I always force myself to go because you have to, like, especially if you're in a small organization, yeah. like how people, it's not just about how good your work is. Like that is an aspect, but it's yeah. also whether people like you, whether people get on with you, like that yeah. stuff is really important too. Yeah. And it took me a it took me a while to clock onto that. Like yeah. the fact that that was also part of your appraisal. It's like yeah. the unspoken bit. Yeah. Um, even in my first job, I remember like my manager used to say like, oh, you know, you should do more internal work because you need people to know your face. Like yeah. they need to know you. So that when people are doing like, you know, Remco and stuff and like they're sitting around the table talking about oh what score should we give this person and what bonus should we give them mm. they actually know who they're talking about when yeah, your name comes yeah, up yeah. Um, but yeah that's just something that again because our parents are like well 
my parents and your parents, I think your were your parents born here? Yeah. My mum was born here, but mm. my dad wasn't. And my mum grew up in Nigeria anyway. So when they first, when they came back, it's like they don't know all these processes. Like now, obviously, I can explain that to my younger brother who's eight mm. years younger than me. Like, by the way, like you have to do all of these internships. And when you go, you need to do this, and you need to network, and this is how you network, and da-da-da-da. But because my parents hadn't done that, mm. you just figure it out all on your own. Mm. And I felt like I was actually learning a lot of that, like. Like the unspoken rules mm, yeah. Like a lot later in my I mean I'm only like What four years into my career But mm. like later on in my career Than some of my white counterparts Yeah Yeah It's just a, It's very very tricky Like we just mentioned There's so many different aspects to it um, But like I said I just think We just have to like Simplify things And just not overcomplicate it Yeah Um, And just go for it Like but like you said, it's a lot easier said than done when your whole life you've been, you know, told to act a particular type of way. Yeah. I would say with the whole like questions like about there's no silly question. Like people do say that and sometimes they mean it, but sometimes they really don't. Yeah. And I feel like sometimes there are some questions you should really just yeah. not keep to yourself, but, but you shouldn't right ask in, a, in an open forum. Yeah. Um, And I think one thing that I found, I found really helpful when I moved into private equity because... It was difficult because I hadn't moved as a grad because I'd already completed a grad scheme elsewhere. Mm. So but I, I had moved as like an analyst, but then that comes with like perceived knowledge, which I didn't have, right? Mm. But because I had a buddy who was actually really nice, all of those questions, like sim- when I'm telling you simple, simple questions, but it's not stuff that you can you can Google because mm, it's, it's not say, on yeah, Google. Do you know yeah, what I mean? Like yeah. that stuff, like if you find someone that's nice, yeah. Yeah. just ask them, man. Yeah. yeah, for real, for real. It's working life, man. It's not easy. Ah. <laughs> that all you have to do is get this grade at GCSE, get this grade at A-level, yeah. everything will follow through, but it's just not the case. Yeah, for real. For real, for real. Something else? No. Ah, short and sweet Ooh. We love it For real <laughs> <laughs> oh, What I was going to ask Is like Is there any Because obviously We've spoken about um, Like how our parents Navigated with us Like in terms of like w- Would there be anything That You think that was positive That would That has impacted us Because I know We've spoken about Like the negative all mm. Don't ask silly questions Don't do this mm. And I know that We spoke about like Them like pushing us Being hard work and stuff would, Is there anything else That you feel like Okay this part of our culture was good. Like, this is how mm. I would adopt this and do this with my own children. Mm. I would say how hardworking we are. Yeah. Like, yeah, for me, I think like that is something that a lot of Nigerians pride themselves with in the fact that like they work very, very, very hard. Yeah. Um, and I think that just having, like both my parents are super hardworking, but my dad especially, like he's so hardworking. I think, I wouldn't, I genuinely wouldn't be like where I am today if I didn't have that kind of mentality. I definitely have the, you know, there's some people that have that mentality where it's like, nothing's too hard. Like I just need Mm. to figure out how to do it. Like I definitely have an aspect of that. Like I was very fearful, like moving into this industry because I was like, I actually know nothing. But then I was like, how hard can it actually be? Mm. Like I'll just learn as I go. Mm. And I think because of the way like my parents raised me, mm. I think that that's like just always stuck with me. And I've just always thought like, I will actually get it. Like, it's not mm. that difficult. Like if I put my mind to it, yeah. I'll understand. Yeah. Mm. I actually don't know. I don't even want to be peak about it, but I actually don't know. Apart from that, I can't lie to you. There's, I don't see a lot. I don't see a lot of benefits like that. Mm. Unless I'm bugging. Do you see I- any other? 
I think for me, I don't know. I'm just going to talk about um, my experience specifically. I think at first, I think my parents were very like, oh, read your book, go to school, blah, blah, blah. But I think after I did my GCSEs and like maybe my first year A-levels, they kind of like realized that I'm not as academic as, well, I am, like I'm not not academic, but I'm not like hardcore to the, I'm getting straight A-star. Like Mm. I'm not that type of person. So I think what they did is that they started to realize that, look, Anything that she does, she just has to be the best at it. Even if mm. it's something that we don't understand. Like I, once I finished my, okay, when I did my, I did three years at A-level. So mm. I did first year in sixth form. And then I decided myself, not my parents, so I decided that I'm going to leave and then go to my college and um, try my best and do, see if I can get into uni that way. Mm. So I think they kind of like allowed me to explore what I really wanted mm. and made me understand like I did, I did a BTEC in my first year of A-level, but it wasn't as big as the BTEC that I did when I left sixth form and went to college. Mm. So obviously my dad was like, what is BTEC? I don't know what this BTEC, BTEC is like. Mm. I, can you go to, can you go to uni with that? Mm. And then once I took, like once we like found out about it and everything, like, mm that's what I really admired in my parents because they mm. were actually willing to like, you know, something they would just shut it down. They'd be like, mm. oh no, what's that? What are you doing? Yeah. But for me, it's like, they like kind of like understood mm. like where I was and they really wanted to help and they really wanted the best thing for me. Mm. It might have not been the route that everybody else is true. Like sometimes, you know, when parents like to compare you to other children, it's like, mm. oh, but so-and-so did this and so-and-so did that. I think with them, they kind of, Realize that I'm not like so and so's children. I'm my mm. own person. So mm. them themselves, they were like learning things, and like they were more like um, accepting. accepting of like mm. uh, where I what I wanted to do and stuff like that. So mm. they kind of took like a back seat in this whole. You have to do this. You have to do that. Not mm. that they were ever like you have to do, but it was kind of like encouraged. expected and encouraged. Mm. But here it was kind of like they did. Um, they were just more open. So mm. they 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 allowed like they they were. At first, they were a bit restrictive of the beta, but then they were quite open because how well I, I was doing. Mm. I ended up doing better than a lot of my peers in terms mm. of if I was to if I was to um convert what I got in BTEC to what to A levels, I got mm. two stars in A. Mm. So it's kind of like, and I was in the same position as some people that do you understand? Like, mm. we're in the same this lecture is room. like my brother actually. He did A levels, but he also he studied media at uni. Um, and he was saying that it was actually really funny that um. There were people that would be in his first, like when everyone was in first year, be like, ah, ha, ha, you do media. And then like after first year, they got their results and then they were both in the same lecture. (laughs) And it's really funny because I say this to everyone, me and my brother are completely different. Like I am not creative, like to a floor as well. Like it's actually quite difficult because in the working world, like it doesn't matter if you're like a consultant or you work in finance, like you need to have some level of creativity because eventually you've got all the reports, you've done all the numbers, but you need to put it in a way that you can present it to your clients. Like that stuff is so important. My brother's so sick at that. He obviously has his own clothing line as well. Mm. Like he's just, he's just so good. And he got first in his degree as well. Like he smashed it. And I think my parents as well in the beginning were a little bit like, ah, 
can't you study and what about them? Mm. Because ultimately they knew they didn't know better. Like they yeah. thought that like you can only really make money if like you're yeah. a doctor mm. or a da 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 da. But I think it was nice that after a while they just like kind of like my brother just stuck his ground and he was like, no, this is what I'm doing. Like this is what I'm passionate about. Yeah. And now he's like working in marketing and like mm. has his own clothing brand. And mm. It's nice. Because yeah, like someone like my dad now, like whenever he's talking to his friends that have younger children or like going to um, sixth form or like, mm. like he's like, just let them do whatever they want to do and mm. if they're doing it let them be the best mm. at what they're doing because there's no point in sending your child to go and do medicine and the person comes out with a third mm. and what the hell is that you spent mm. five After six years, years. Mm. You've been, I'm, like there's no point in pushing that child to do that mm. and then they end up getting a bad grade or not liking what they're doing and then they resent you you're disappointed and now everybody's crying at graduation. Mm, <laughs> like, what the hell is the point? So my yeah. dad my dad has always said that before, yeah, maybe it was, oh, you have to do STEM subjects. But now it's like, any 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 subject that I have you want to Okay, so when you guys have kids, yeah, how would you feel about, like, your child saying they want to drop out after GCSEs to pursue, like, acting or to pursue, like, singing or... Like uh, in my house, there's no dropping out after GCSE. You can drop out after A level. Mm. I will tell them to go to college. I, I'm sorry, there's no dropping out after C. Mm. For me personally, yeah. After I mean, GCSE, after GCSE, there's no dropping out. Yeah, it's I feel too, like it's you're too early. 16, it's too early. Who are you dropping opinion. out? Please get back to school. Unless it's something that you've already started, like way unless way back, like, and you've already, like you've already child, got to a certain level. Like a ch- we've been training you. Yeah, you know those actors, Zach and Cody. Those yeah, ones, of course. <laughs> TV show and yeah, like, yeah, that's yeah. Different. Let's, 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 let's you know sit yeah. back and but <laughs> you're 16 and you're talking about or oh, have I one start, audition I have start. one audition for an advert yeah, <laughs> get, get yeah. into the school yeah, 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 yeah. Get, get into the school you can do that at the side you can do that at the side get into the school you can do that at the side what's that? my thing is that what, okay. about, what about acting school instead of instead of A-levels Go, go go ahead. Mm, but that's fine. Go go ahead. But I'm sorry, you're not gonna be 16 and and roaming the roaming the uh, no no no, yeah, no, no, no. The I feel like once you're 18 and yeah. and you and, and you decide that you don't want to go uni, that's fine. I want you to get to the level of A level college and um, BTEC. I want, want I want you to have those yeah those qualifications or get belt. to that level. There's no after 16 16. No, yeah, yeah. you're still you're still a child. So, yeah. I, for me, well, unless it's something like football where age is also a factor, then maybe I'll be like, mm. but something like acting and that, no. Um, but yeah, no, I I was gonna just say sorry when I said about there's not really that many benefits. I wasn't particularly talking about my own situation. I just meant cultural, culturally, culturally yeah, yeah, yeah. like because no. what you just said now goes is your parents going against what the norm would be in our yeah. culture. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's what I meant when I just clarified as well. Because boy, there are people that went with went with their parents' thing. Yeah. Where are they now? Boy, I'm telling you, but I think as well, like we can't even blame our parents as well because also, even though like, for example, with your, with your brother, I think it's slightly different, but when we, especially us, when we were doing certain things, we also, when people are saying that, oh yeah, I just want to do this, like I don't even think people are really thinking that I could even be like, Proper successful in it. Wait, sorry. Explain. So, like for example, your brother saying that, oh, like I want to, I don't know, study media. Let me not say study media because that's even further on down the line. But like, you know, like I don't know how to explain it, but it's only now that we're really starting to understand that one. So even even if you want to end up in finance, you don't actually need to study anything finance oh, up yeah, until yeah, yeah. Any oh moment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you want to be a lawyer, you don't even need to even study law up until any moment. Yeah, so yeah. that's what I mean. Where like we also understand they didn't understand the system. Yeah, like yeah. we understand the system better now. So like. 
we know that we don't actually need to do certain things from way back when you're younger mm. to be able to get into yeah. it. You can switch at any yeah. moment. Yeah. Um, so, but obviously back then, what I'm trying to say is that if people are like, oh, like I want to, oh, I'm thinking to, um, I don't know, do drama. I don't think people are doing it in the mindset that, yeah, I'm going to do drama because I'm actually going to make it. I think people just wanted to do whatever they actually really liked. And yeah, that's what I'm saying. It, like when, when it came to, when my dad is like advising, because I'll hear him on the phone and stuff like, yeah. he will always say like, even if they're doing cooking, cooking mm. culinary school. Ah, let These them chefs be are making money. Let them be the Bro. best. Like let them do it, but let them yeah. be the best and do something that they like. Because there's no point in doing something that you don't like and then not enjoying it. And then when you don't enjoy something, nine times out of ten, you're not gonna do it well. Yeah. yeah. Like there are some people that will, but it's just like you're not gonna do it well. You're not gonna find it enjoyable. Like there's so like you said, like and there's this, so many alleys. Whole... Like you could be a cook one day and then say, Okay, I want to go into finance. Like yeah. it's possible Literally, to do it's that. It's definitely possible. Oh, yeah, you it's can possible to do that anytime. Yeah. I was going to even say as well, and like your career, like we work for so long. If you think education is long, when you start working, there's hey, no summer holiday, there's no, summer holiday, no, holiday there's no after. You need to be doing something that you enjoy or you can stand. Do you know what I mean? Literally, like, and never be afraid to switch at any given No, literally, switch whenever. It's not even that deep, man. Literally. Um, but yeah, is that, is that what we want to discuss? Yeah, I think so. Um, yeah, I just wanted to discuss this because I just... I just always find around these appraisal times that like, it's always really funny, like the feedback. Not funny, but like it's always really interesting. Well, I don't find some of them funny at all. No, yeah. Sorry? I don't oh, find some oh, of them yeah, like, funny at all. Some of the feedback is Remember I told way you, I can, even, I can even discuss it because yeah. I don't even care. Oh, um, yeah, it's true. But like, I remember I got one funny feedback and I literally, to this day, like I literally just cannot believe that I From got work. this feedback. Yeah. Like I still can't believe I got this feedback, which is in regards to PowerPoint because I didn't... You know when like you're making corrections to a slide? Live. Live. So, yeah. like, someone's telling you to update it in a particular way. Yeah. And, like, it was for a... I don't even know if it was actually, like... I think it was for an external presentation. But, yeah. essentially, I was just making the changes live as whoever I was working with at the time was telling me what to do. Yeah. And I think he basically said, like, oh, like, put the boxes on this layer, like, this size, space them out like this, colour them like this, and then add, like, sentences here and there. And I might have, like, dragged, like, maybe a shape across, like, actually just moving it rather than just quickly circling it and doing my shifts. And basically like, obviously you didn't make a comment in the moment, but then one of my comments was basically like, I'm um, not as adequate as I should be in PowerPoint because I don't have all my um, shortcuts set up like efficiently, which is actually not the case. It was just in that moment, I just decided I wanted to drag. Like I, if you, if you see me, I, like when I use PowerPoint, I can't lie to you. Like I'm just shortcut from beginning to end. But it was just in that moment, I just thought, let me just quickly drag it along and stuff. Because um, it wasn't like we were even in a rush. No, we were doing a slow thing. Let me just drag it, Jerry. I couldn't believe it. Then what was even, what made it matters worse is that the person, another person I was working with that was mm. the same level as me did the exact same move. I asked him, did he get that feedback? He said, no. I was like, eh? Mm. So that just goes to show you that, boy, sometimes things work for you and things don't in the workplace. Sometimes you just got to shrug it off. Like, I've moved on from it now because at the end of the day, it is what it is. It was, I mean, people, when they when they saw feedback, they were like, ah, oh, come on, this is a bit, we know it's not the case, so it's so fine. But sometimes... Sometimes but, they don't say yeah, that. Yeah, sometimes they don't say that. They will actually take that as a gospel, yeah. so... I, like, I even, thinking back to, like, my old workplace, like, I had this one manager, like, that guy was probably my egg start to finish. Mm. But like there was one day I was working and like literally the way my desk faced, like I face, I face a wall. So, and if you walk, if you walk past me, you can't see my face. Do yeah. you get what I'm trying to say? Yeah. You walk past me, 
came back and he was like, you look so angry. We should have a chat. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I was like, oh my gosh, did someone I'm working with like message? Because he's my line manager. So yeah. I was like, because I, I, he's my line manager. I don't work with him on anything, right? Mm. So I'm like, did somebody that I'm working with, like maybe like my senior associate or something. Message him. Same. Message him like, sh- can you talk to Sharon? Is she okay? Bear in mind, I sit next to that babe anyway. So I was thinking if she did all of that just mm. to get to me, that's so weird when she literally sits next to me. I had a chat later on and I was like, oh, did so-and-so say something? Is that why you said that? He was like, no, I just felt like you weren't smiling. So, Sorry, whenever do you go up to another guy and you say, oh, you're not smiling, smile. You look really angry. And like, there was, that was one incident where he said that. Then another incident when he said that as well was like, um, basically he had asked me how I was like over Slack one time. And I was just like, oh, no, I'm fine. But like, it's just work is super intense at the moment. So we had a discussion and then that was it. Like, literally, I didn't even complain about anything. Like, I was just like, oh, no, it's mm. just busy. Like, it would be good if, like, maybe I could get a grad on my deal or whatever. Cool. Then we were due to have, like, another, like, line manager catch up. Um, but we'd only, we'd had one literally the week before because he had, like, postponed the one from before, if that makes sense. Mm. Yeah. Then I, he was like, oh, I'm thinking maybe we should reschedule this call since we just spoke last week. And I was like, yeah, sounds good. Smiley face. Then he goes, yeah, maybe we can discuss, um, maybe we can have a catch up when you're more angry again or when you're angry again. Guys, if you know me, I don't even get angry mm, like that. Mm, <laughs> In the workplace as well, to be yeah, getting angry. Yeah, no, I was no. just like, yeah. and the thing is he wasn't even white. I think that's the one that actually even hurt the most because mm. I was just like, for you to even, as an ethnic minority yourself, to be give, to be labeling me with that like angry black woman mm. narrative, it's just so wrong. Yeah. Like, it's really difficult. It's just long, man. The thing is, I don't want people to be thinking that, oh yeah, we're just here bashing like workplace because this is just life. Like you're going to always yeah. interact with people from, everyone in the workplace comes from various different aspects of life, mm. right? So you just need to learn how to navigate these sort of things. And I think for me, one of my lessons is that when things are a bit uncomfortable, like there are actually people that you probably can speak to about it. And also don't just stay silent. Like, like, because at the end of the day, no one's going to help you but yourself. So, like, mm, in certain exactly. situations where that happens, like, you might need to, you have to be careful and know the right people to talk to about it. But if you do know, and if you do actually know the person to, like, to say something and just be like, oh, this situation happened, like, what's your thoughts? Like, even just getting someone's thoughts, mm. like, what's your thoughts? Like, how to navigate it? Someone that's actually an external, like, external to the situation and also maybe also in, the, in this particular situation not the same race as you can actually help you like oh this is how I maybe I might do it mm-hmm. but sometimes when you actually speak to other people like the way that they do things you're like oh right I didn't even think that this could even be a possible option like mm-hmm. let me try it and it actually ends up working for you so don't always stay silent in certain yeah, situations um but yeah anyway hope you guys enjoyed this episode as always make sure you guys follow us on our socials that is btspod underscore on twitter on tiktok and on instagram make sure you follow us on youtube the bts podcast subscribe like share comment all that jazz um and yeah we appreciate all the love and support that you guys have shown so far and as always we'll see you guys in our next episode bye, bye. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. 
Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com Mother's Day is just around the corner, and it's time to pamper the special moms in your life. In what better way than with Osea's limited edition skincare sets, featuring clean, vegan, cruelty-free products that are safe for your skin and the planet. Osea is a women-founded, women-led brand that's been making seaweed-infused products for nearly 30 years. This Mother's Day, Osea has two limited edition sets, perfect for gifting or keeping for yourself. Their Golden Glow Body Set includes three clinically proven bestsellers for silky, smooth, glowing skin, while the Glow and Go Facial Set has everything she needs to achieve spa-level results at home. They're so beautiful, you can skip the wrapping. For a limited time, you can save up to $48 on Osea's sets, plus get free shipping. That's Mother's Day made easy. Pamper the moms in your life and get 10% off your first order site-wide with code MOM at OseaMalibu.com. That's O-S-E-A Malibu.com, code MOM.